hello and welcome to another exciting episode of D&D Tonight. We are a 5th edition, family-oriented Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Derek, and I want to introduce you to my family. First up is the littlest one. Guess what? I stab people. <laughs> now that's a kind of little... And that's not even her character! <laughs> oh my goodness. Next up is her mom. I am Asharis. I do not stab people. <laughs> I tame the wild animals. Yeah, and, and I try a, and stab them. And carry a big sword. <laughs> and who is that I hear? It sounds like some kind of magic caster. That would be Merlin, the magician. And I've learned a lot of tricks over the years, and I'm still learning. You're never too old to learn. I wish you were. <laughs> All right, and with that, let's recount what happened on the last show. In the last episode, I seem to remember you guys hoodwinking someone. Yes, I feel mm. terrible about it. I stole the boat. What boat did you steal? I forgot him. Exactly. It was the Intrepid. But who did you mm. steal a boat from? A fancy dude. And what kind of boat was it that you stole? A good boat. A big seafaring big vessel one. that could take you out on the ocean. Lord Goldstein is probably wondering about now where his ship and crew ran off to. Dun, dun, dun. Someone played a little bit of the old switcheroo. And because you did such a good job of playing the old switcheroo, you also managed to hoodwink the crew into believing that you are passengers. You currently are sailing with... Londor and Dilly, two seafaring dwarves. Dilly Dilly! Name <laughs> <laughs> <Famous> is Londor! <laughs> also, to clear up a little bit of a misnomer from last week, the goddess of nature and the sea is Melora! Well, we tried. Who? Melora. Not Poseidon? I thought it was Poseidon. I'm not, pretty sure. Not Poseidon. Poseidon. It's Melora. But no. what's Poseidon a god of? Poseidon is Greek. This is not Greece. Oh. This is Angland. I can believe what I want. I don't know anything about Angland uh, gods. <laughs> but wait, who was in Angland? Romans? Christopher Columbus! <laughs> that was in Spain! <laughs> so, you had cleared the last lock because you had uh, Terran with you, who mm -hmm. is the nephew of the dwarf that keeps the records of the lock keepers. After clearing the locks on the lower side of town, the river empties into a large basin. There are boats, rafts, and barges scattered around the lower harbor. None of them are so nice as the ones that were moored in the upper harbor. Despite the late hour, or perhaps because of it, there are people moving about the docks. You can see distinct groups gathered around various buildings near the water's edge, and you can hear music drifting out. Turns out, having to escort you three isn't all that bad. I get a chance to spend the night at Sea Dogs Rock! And my uncle gave me money to cover it. Mm. Drop me over the dock, lads. I guess my part of this adventure is over. Well, he's rude. <clears throat> but where do I go? Like, where do we go? You are going on down the river. But we're supposed to go. Londor, Dilly, you fellas farewell. He waves at the other two dwarves. Don't let these silver dragon bards get you into any trouble. <laughs> Righto, mate. When we make it back to port, we'll look you up. Gotta get our feet back into the lower taverns. It's always a good time. They drop a rope ladder down the side to a dinghy, and one of them rows Terran over to the dock before catching back up to the Intrepid. Dilly pops back up over the side a short while later, returning with the dinghy. Right, you folks. What sort of adventure do you have going on downriver? You mentioned heading out to sea. Doing some whale watching? Should have plenty of provisions for that. Hmm. Ghost pirate good. hunting? <laughs> We're apparently insane. <laughs> just, just gonna be honest with him, huh? That was pretty cool. Where, I was in lie, the but this one doesn't want to. So, should we tell them the truth or not? What do you think they're gonna do? 
And they're going to be like, oh. We should wait till we get further down river. We're not telling them nothing. Who's going to run the ship if they decide to jump? All right. Then we're going whale watching. Let's go whale watching and we'll do our best to uh, keep them in the dark. All right, good. As long as uh, we're looking for whales, we should be able to keep land within sight. And I've heard that keeps the eebie-jeebies away that have been uh, making ships disappear out in the out in the channel. Eebie-jeebies? Ooh. Yeah, the oogie boogies. Okay. The demons that exist in the night. Ghost pirates. We'll keep an eye on them. We'll stay just within the sight of land for a while and see how it goes. You let the flow of the river carry the boat from Gill further downriver to where it widens out and enters into the ocean. Oh, wow. It takes the better part of the night before you reach the ocean's edge. And when you wake on the next morning and make your way up to the deck, you see that it looks like the river is very well tended in order to keep it clear for the boats that need to head up into Gill on their trade routes. The farmland around seems fertile, and you can see the light green sprouts of freshly planted crops in the moist soil. As you exit the river basin, both Londor and Dilly go to the starboard side of the ship and watch in the direction of Aberdeen. Just on the horizon, you can make out a bright spot of white topped with green. Maybe we'll get some leave to go back home after this trip. Dilly says. It's been a while, and I know lots of people have been spinning tales about creatures in the deep, but it's always that way. When you get down into the deep mines, I still want to touch that rock again. Yeah, Londor agrees. Nothing like getting to go home. As you continue down the shoreline, you see the majestic white cliffs that seem like they're overflowing with green trying to rush off of them into the sea, and the white sands beneath them. The white sand. You face no issues on the water as you head out and deeper into the channel. The dwarves are nervous as the coastline starts to get further and further from the horizon. But nothing happens for a few days. You see some dolphins and lots of birds, but nothing out of the ordinary. It's lonely out here. Mm. You guys have a couple days to do whatever you want on the boat. Take a breather. Is there any... Read some books... Dance, dance, revolution. DDR? Is there a, uh, you say there's seagulls around the boat or not? Yes. That means we're still close to shore. You can still see shore. Which is not what we're going for. <laughs> so how long do you wait before you start trying to convince them to go further out? Mondor? I, I thought his name was Londor. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, Mondor? Is his name Londor or Mondor? Which is it? Londor. Is it Lon? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly dilly! Londor. Okay, so, what's saying? Don't we need to know, like, where we're going? We're just gonna hope, like, we don't have a plan. We're just gonna happen upon these ghost pirates, and board, board their you ship, kill them all, <laughs> even though they're, they're ghosts, and then... Somehow get the Horcrux back? We have killed ghosts before. Let's, let's ask Londor and Dilly if they know the, the little people that live in the mountains. I'm pretty sure by. they do because they said that's their home. Oh. Well, after this voyage to see it, we'll, after we go out to sea for a while, we'll see if we can go home and visit their houses. And I mean, that's another thing that we have to do, so. Well, that sure would be great. All right, so we're... If you guys want to get dropped off there before uh, we take the ship back to Gill, that's fine by us. Taking the ship back to Gill, okay. Well, they're still under the impression that you guys are charter pa uh, passengers. Well, let's find some whales. We have to go to a little further out. Oh, we don't want to go any further out. That's why we're staying close to the shoreline. As long as we can see the shore, we won't see any of them creepy things that people keep talking about. Who is steering the ship? Londor. Londor's got the helm. I really want to kick this person. What? Well, you did just mention something that you could use as a bargaining chip. If you wanted to try to tell them, hey, the sooner we see whales, the sooner you get to go home, try and convince them that it's worth taking the risk. Hmm. Or you could just, you know, come up with something else. Someone has pretty good persuasion in your group, I believe. I believe someone does have pretty good persuasion. The listener cannot see, 
let the record reflect that Jessica is pointing to herself. Ah! Who has someone? Okay. With my magical powers of persuasion, I shall persuade somebody to do something for me once again. <laughs> All right, roll me a d20 and then tell me what you do. To do something. <laughs> oh, it's not on 20. 17. Ooh. Okay. What do you do? So, my good sirs, you know how you guys want to go home right now? Well, when we see whales, then you can go home quicker. But that's not going to get them to go out into the water further away but from shore. Whales, there's more whales out in the water. That direction. Okay, she's telling them, you gotta go out because there's whales out. Well, you do make a compelling case. I suppose it wouldn't hurt to go a little bit further out. I mean, we could always get back to the shore if we're only a little bit past where we could see it. Alright, we'll head further out. And the boat starts to turn as Londor shifts the big ship's wheel around. Well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> Do we have... Dilly and non Londor are nervous as the coastline starts to disappear from the horizon. But for the rest of the day, and the night that's ahead, pass without any issues, they slowly start to return to normal. Actually, they become more playful with each other as they masterfully pilot the ship across the huge ocean swells. The wind in the sails and the sea spray on your face makes you forget for a few moments why you're out here. Birds are still flying around the topsail, and dolphins are playing in the waves breaking below the bow of your racing ship. You've even seen a pod of whales breach as they swallow down a whole school of fish. But the reprieve from your long journey doesn't last forever. Somebody roll me a perception check. Oh god. Perception! Well, I have three plus two. <laughs> so you rolled a five? I have... I roll a three plus two. Slinger, you want to roll me a perception check? <laughs> Indeed. It's not hard to see it, but uh, it might be harder than a five. It is a 19. This one is blind. Marilyn, you also rolled a five. <laughs> Dang, what's with the five? Well, you guys are too busy watching the whales, you see, and Ghostslinger happens to be looking out the other way, and Ghostslinger, on the horizon... You see black smoke rising up. That's never oh, good. No. Black smoke is never good. At least it's not black sails. Hold on. It's not black sails. That would be bad. Oh, okay. The black, y the black pearl. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> but still, black smoke, not good. So, Ghost Slinger, what do you do when you see this black smoke on the horizon? I'm going to go poke Asharis and be like, hey... Look behind you, you dimwit. Londor, steer sword toward the smoke. You're not Asharis. You don't know about it. <laughs> Asharis, what do you do when you turn around and see black smoke on the horizon? Merlin, look at the black smoke. <laughs> Londor, <laughs> turn the ship toward the black smoke. Let's go check it out. There's probably a boy in the water. The dwarves snap too and each quickly has a hammer in their hand as they start to tighten the sails. We should check it out and make sure no one's in trouble. But I've got a rock in me gut about this, Dilly says. Roy, I'll bring us back around, but be ready to make a break for it if things go south, you lot. He looks to Asharis, Merlin, and Ghostslinger. What does he see? Three idiots. <laughs> Two idiots and a person with a mask. Alright, these two dwarves have just gone to grab their weapons, and they are antsy as they head the ship towards this thing. What do you look like? Up to this point, you've looked like passengers on a pleasure cruise. Heroes! I shall stand on the front of the ship with one leg up like Captain Morgan! She has... Well, I hope you have a sword <laughs> in your hand. With my bow! <laughs> At the okay. ready! <laughs> this one is insane. <laughs> Maybe even more insane than me. How about... <laughs> I'm flying, Jack! 
<laughs> no! <laughs> As the smoke on the horizon gets bigger, you start to see gray in the water. It looks like ash. A small island starts to come into view ahead. The trees on it are burnt husk, and the surface of the rocks are swirled on the surface from intensity of from the intensity of the fire. The whole island must have been ablaze. As you come about the far side, Londor calls out, Look! A merchant ship! You see a vessel twice the size of the Intrepid run aground on the rocks. It is charred and burned, but some of it is still intact. Dilly, you up to scamper over there and check for survivors? Dilly turns back to Londor with horror in his eyes. You don't want a brother anymore. You could just tell me. I ain't going over there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did our internet's out? Grandma's good Not at spoiling out. her. And we're back! <laughs> I think Google kicked me off the internet because I hadn't signed in properly in a while. Oh, jeez. Unfortunate timing. Did you guys hear the end? We left so... you with a brother. You don't want a brother anymore, and then you died. Oh, good. Yes, perfectly. You perfectly timed. He said, I ain't going over there. <laughs> you don't want a brother anymore. You can just tell me. Well, I ain't going over there. So, what are its colors? There's no flag. Most everything is burned. No flag. Oh, no. So we don't know what's over there. Nope. Send Archimedes! I'm not sending Samuel in the water, so yeah, send Archimedes. How far away is it? You are out far enough that the boat's not going to run around on the rocks like the merchant ship did. Uh-huh. Ooh, let me quickly... Do we know the name of the island? No. It's not on a chart? It is not on a chart. It's an uncharted island. It's an uncharted. It's a small island. It's not big enough for people to be on it. We're about to be on Gilligan's Island. No, we're getting on it's Bermuda. Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. Yep, we're in the Bermuda Triangle. On the back of the ship, you can make out the name Lowestoft. Well, that sounds like Angland. So I think we should be safe. How far away is it? You're out in the water far enough that you're not going to run aground, but if you want to go check it out, you're going to have to take the longboat. Oh no. It's like a cutthroat island all over again. Launch the longboat! You are insane. This is the, the, the mission you wanted to go on, little girl. You knew what she was going to be like when you put her out on the ocean. No, no I didn't. <laughs> Alright, hold on. What time of day is it? You've been out on the water for a few days. You probably ran into this around two in the afternoon. So the sun's high overhead. You have good visibility. Other than the smoke, there's nothing obstructing your, your vision of the, uh, the boat. And it looks like most of the fires burned down on the island. Okay, so do you want to send Archimedes, Archimedes to yeah. check it out? Please. Yes, I do. See if there's any people out there. See why the rum is gone. That's right. Archimedes flies up and towards the island. He stays out of the bulk of the smoke so that he can breathe, and you see through his eyes as he investigates down below. He sees the flickering of small flames where the island is still on fire, but there's nothing really moving around other than what is moving in the breeze. You don't see any signs of people on the top of the boat, but it does look like they were... Or you do see skeletons around the boat and on the island. Dead people. But it looks like they were trying to keep the boat from burning. Oh, no. Which is why the boat is in better shape than everything around it. You think the uh, skeletons are going to come to laugh and kill us? I don't know if the skeletons are moving. The skeletons are not moving. Lava Creek. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Is there anything on the island that's uh, worth going on the island for? A merchant vessel. Let's just go on the ship. Let's go on the burning ship. The ship and yep. see what. Let's we can find. go on the burning ship. <laughs> Great idea. The ship does not appear to be on fire. They were trying to keep the ship from being on fire, so dousing it with water and trying to keep the flames back as the island burned. The, well, they see, just that's ran confusing. Though, why isn't there a flag? They just ran aground. Well, we don't have a flag. 
They weren't super successful in keeping the boat from burning, but they kept it from burning to the ground. All right, the sails, the sails are burned up, and the boat is not in seaworthy shape, having run aground and burned up partly. But it is structurally sound still, other than the big holes in the bottom of it. Like it doesn't look like the deck is going to fall through or it's going to collapse in on itself. Yeah, let's go and investigate the ship and see if there's any booty on board. All right. Arr, give me your booty. No. <laughs> I'd rather. There's the burning. Boy, you three. What do you think you're up to? Hi. We are going to check for survivors. No, we're going to check for dead people. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep around here then. Circle the island until you can tell us uh, if you've got any survivors. You drop anchor. Be careful on your way over there. How about you drop... I'm sure that our boss would be very cross if uh, we got you killed. Mondor. <laughs> Don't drop die. anchor. I don't think they have an anchor. I'd rather not. We'll just keep going around until you's ready to leave. If something does go south, we want to be able to get out of here in a hurry. Hmm. All right. We'll take your advice. Why are we? I, just don't, I don't like you sailing around. You might just leave us here. Exactly. Well, I did just say I don't want you to be dead. I'm pretty sure leaving you on an island that's burned up is just about as good as dead. Okay. Mm. To the longboat! You can do that. Dilly, take the sails down. We'll slow down as much as we can as we float around the island. It's going to take hours just to float around the island. You know what it's like sailing. Look at Asharis on the front of the boat. Like a hero. <laughs> you are... She's got her little arrow all ready to go. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's just an idiot wearing masks. Meanwhile. <laughs> the three of you get into the longboat and descend down into the water below. The waves aren't too big. It's pretty easy going as you make your way over towards the island and the ship that's run aground. How do you approach it? Go to the stern. Hmm. You want to go to the back? Yes. The front's run aground. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's where ground is. All right, then, uh, Ghost Slinger, be on the lookout for rocks. Be on the lookout for sharks, more like. Sharks? You manage to bring the longboat around the stern of this gargantuan merchant vessel without running into any rocks. You bump into a couple, but nothing serious. You are at the stern of the ship, pushing off away from the barnacles as you, the swells move you to and fro. How are you going to get on the boat? I have rope and mage hands. There's not like a a, a, a rope ladder? Not off the stern. No, no it's just a rope. Oh, of course. we got to get on the on the boat that is the... Yes, okay. Uh, I think someone might have bought an item that would come in very handy now. Well, I bought a big hook. A hook like with a, a grappling hook. A rope with a hook. Yeah, like a grappling hook? Grappling hook in my bag here. Let's throw the grappling hook up and let the little uh, one with the mask on there scramble up the rope. She's the smallest. Good call. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just go up and look over the edge and see if there's anything there. No. Just tell us if there's any ghost pirates up there. You can do that. <laughs> How do you want to get the grappling hook onto the boat? you got to throw it. Throw it up there. Hook it on something. Is your strength a minus one, Merlin? It is. The grappling hook bounces off the back of the ship and falls down into the water. I only have plus one strength. <laughs> Somebody else has to throw it up. I can think of another ability you might have that would come in handy for a magic user. Mage hand. It'll go 30 feet. I thought it was 100 feet. Carry the gra- what? I thought it was 100 feet. Oh, I think it's only 30. But anyway. Well, on a high swell... You managed to get the grappling hook attached over top of the uh, banister on the back of the ship. And your 50-foot rope is dangling down into the boat. Yes. Pull this rope tight. Hang on. <clears throat> One of us has to climb up there. And it's not going to be me. Are you tying the longboat to the grappling hook? Yes. We're tying it off. We're going to climb up the rope. Okay. Who goes up the rope first? Not me. Alright, I shall go up the rope and ask Blinky to accompany me. Okay, yep, your dog can go up rope. 
Well, he's going to poof into existence on the ship. You ascend to the top of the rope on the back of the ship, and you look over, and you see an open deck in front of you. There are buckets strewn about, some of them still full of water. Oh, wow. But you don't see any signs of people. Uh, I would like to keep a bucket. Okay. You jump up onto the upper deck of this merchant vessel. Blinky appears next to you as your boots hit the ground, and you pick up a bucket. All right. Is it a bucket full of water? Well, can I it put is. a bucket full of water in my in the bag of holding? Yeah, but you don't have that. <laughs> you can carry the bag. You can carry the bucket with you. I'm coming up the rope next. Merlin, you easily ascend the rope now that it is tied off. And when your head pops up over the side, the, the rear of the ship, you see Blinky and Asharis. We'll leave the midget down below. <clears throat> we'll leave the coward down below because she's she's guarding the, the canoe. The Get away! <laughs> no, you're coming. I'm she's sort of down there by herself. Okay, she said she's coming. And I've been insulted. Roll a d twenty, Jessica. Been insulted. He called me a midget. <laughs> that is insulting. Twelve. Uh oh. It takes you a little while to get up the rope, but you don't have any problems. No issue. You get up there, and your face bumps into Merlin's boot. Because he hasn't jumped <laughs> over the railing yet. You... Now she's got a boot print on her face. She's wearing a mask. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask, so you just ruined my mask. <laughs> Meaning you just ruined, like, everything I own. Merlin, as you feel... Ghost Slinger bump into you, you hop over the railing to get out of her way. Yes. And Ghost Slinger, you jump up on the, the deck last. I was gonna stab his boot. I want to- uh, I shall draw boot. my sword! <laughs> I wanna- <laughs> In preparation! Asharis draws her sword and starts to- Investigate. Fling it about. Get into a ready stance. Where do you want to go next? Okay, so... Can I check for uh, magical powers here? Mm. Roll the dice for me. You do not feel as if there is any magical means emanating from this ship. Good thing. Okay. Mm. Let's move on. Who's, see what's down below. Go on the ship that's worth taking. You see the large ship wheel in front of you and two stairs that lead down, like two stairwells, one on either side of the upper deck. There is a large hole in the center of the deck where they would load in cargo. Is it open? It has the wooden covers over it. Don't. So we can't look down there without having to go down there. Don't you just break that? I don't think they're that easy to break. Can you um, link your dog down there? We have dogs... He can teleport. And three people. He could teleport down there. Well, can you see through his eyes? So the problem is that my spell only works when I can see him. Uh-oh. So that, that's kind of a useless <clears throat> skill. But maybe if he blinks down there and there's a bad thing, he'll bark at it. <laughs> Blinky blinks down onto the main deck of the ship and starts sniffing around. He picks up one of the bones of a skeleton that is on the main deck, and his tail starts wagging. Of course. He's going to bury it somewhere. He's eating a person's bones. <laughs> <coughs> Seems like something I would do. All right. Then we shall venture down. And die. You go down the stairs from the upper deck, and you see a rather fancy doorway leading back into where you suppose the captain's quarters would be. Uh, captain's quarters. Uh, captain's quarters. I like captain's quarters. Let's see if he has a logbook. Captain's log, Stargate 90210. <laughs> <laughs> zip code? Yes. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Who goes okay. to open the ornate doorway? So is everyone behind me now? Everyone else came down? I'm not by myself? I'm behind you. What about you? I exist. Ghost Slinger? Does that mean you're there? Yes, I have the mask. Okay. Then I shall 
What does Ghost Slinger look like at the moment? I'm wearing a mask. Okay, what's the mask look like? It's like scary. A phantom of, phantom of the Opera mask? I can show you what the mask looks like, but she'll probably... You'll have to describe it for all of our listeners. Yeah, but give me a minute. Alright, Ghost Slinger is currently changing form into something new and different. Asharis, do you go to open the door? Yes. The door opens, it is not locked. In front of you, you see a narrow hallway with another door at the back of it and a stairwell leading down to the left. So it's a hallway to nothing? Just a door? No, there's another door at the back of it that has a ship's wheel on it. It's very ornate. has golden rope carved into it. Wow. Ghost Slinger's mask is a Slender Man mask. <laughs> no, it has a face. But it is something related to Slenderman. It yes. looks like a Phantom of the Opera slash Slenderman. Except it has a face. So Ghost Slinger looks kind of terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Exactly. exactly. So if she finds anyone, they'll probably die of a heart attack. Exactly. Yay! Die of fear. All right, so there's a ship's wheel, a door, and some stairs. And stabbies. No. There is a door with a carving of a ship's wheel that is laced in gold trim and a stairwell leading down to the left. So we'll go through the door. Asharis proceeds forward through the hallway up to the next door. And let's see what she's won behind door number one! The door is locked. Oh! That wait. is what you have won. Wait! Who has the power to unlock this door? Me! Ghost Slinger has all the power today! Exactly. This is why you bring me. This is why we bring me. Ghost Slinger, you hear the rattling of a door in front of you. It sounds like it's locked. Oh my god. You and your locked doors for the last time. No more locked doors. Gracias. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it's just like, no habla espanol, but whatever she just said. <laughs> what do you do now? Unlock the door. Roll me a d20. 11. Uh-oh. Ghost Slinger pushes forward to the door, pulls out her thieving tools. Is that 11 total or 11 without her stuff added to it? Is What, what, is, what does she get? Yeah, which one is she? She gets her proficiency if she has sleight of hand, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she gets her dexterity modifier. Oh, okay, so it's 17. 17. And she briefly fiddles with the lock and pushes down on the door handle, and the door creaks open. Ta-da! The power of mask. Do you go in? I was gonna say, do you back up or you're going in? <laughs> I'm standing right here. In the way. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you're gonna have to force me. Step aside. Answer my riddles! Answer me, this question's three! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Ahoy there! Is anybody on board? Everyone's dead. You don't hear an answer. Captain! Captain! <clears throat> Captain Ahab! <laughs> you still don't hear an answer. Alright, Ghostlinger, move it. Let's go to the, the, the desk over there and see if there's a, a log. <laughs> or some charts. Is it dark in there? Nope, it's not dark. You can see light inside the room, but the door is not open yet. It's just, like, it's open, but nobody's opened it. There's oh. portholes in the back, so it has to be have light. Still daylight outside. Alright, do you open it and get out of the way? Yes. She moved. Okay. Then what happens? I shall go in! Asharis, you open the door, and you are greeted with the smell of blood. Mm. Yay! My favorite smell. There is a finely dressed man wearing an elaborate hat and a purple vest. Why purple? Purple is the color of royalty. Well, the remains of a purple vest. He looks like he's been mauled and bled out in his quarters. So he's not alive? He's dead. He's dead. He is not alive. He is dead. See? What? Check the blood. Check the bloods. Let's see if it's still uh, warm. Is he stiff? Is he warm? The blood is still somewhat slimy, and there is a 
leather-bound book above his head, like on the floor. Oh, we need that. Get the oh, book no, and another Necronomicon. And see if rigor mortis is set in. I'll tell you how long he's been dead. Okay, how long has he been dead if his arm is stiff? <laughs> oh, maybe 12 hours. Sounds about right. That's nice. Is he stiff? Yes. Okay, so this happened to... Who has the book? Let's take the book. I get to own thy book. <laughs> no, you can't own it. Let's read the book. Open it. Ghostslinger has the book in her hand. What kind of language is in the book? You also see... You see a bed with fancy pillows on it. You see a large chest underneath the desk in the middle of the room. The chest is laced with gold. 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 Yes, gold. Hmm. It has iron around the sides of it to make the box, but it, the wood is inlaid with gold. Let's see is there a lock on it? There is a lock on it. Oh, no, another lock. It's one of those big, heavy, wrought iron black locks that you see on treasure chests. I like locks. Gold locksmith! That's you. I know. <laughs> Ghost Slinger, you see a large treasure chest in the middle of this room. Okay, I'll only unlock it if I get whatever's in there. We're going to carry what we can and get out of here. We, don't, we haven't got all day. There's people waiting for us outside on our little boat. Are there blood the on the pillows? Uh, there's some blood on the pillows. Not all of them. Dang it! Not all of them. Some of them have are, are not bloodied. Alright, well I want a fancy pillow. Can I unlock this and get all the stuff from it and nobody else gets anything? Just in case. Asharis takes a fancy pillow while Ghost Slinger is trying to convince the group that they can't have any of what's inside this <laughs> chest. And we're gonna die. We're gonna fight over stupid gold right now? Come on. All right, I'm going to put my pillow and my bucket in the bag of holding. You can have it all. Let's go. Just open the darn chest. Okay. Is there any drawers in the desk or no? There are drawers in the desk. There are papers strewn all over the place. Uh, one of the windows is open and a breeze comes through. Uh-oh. You can hear the papers kind of blow in the wind. I wonder can why I is ravage no else the drawers? I'm trying to unlock this lock, and I'm not allowed to. Roll a d20. 19. The lock pops open in your hands. What do you do next? Open the box! You open up the treasure chest, revealing 130 gold pieces. Mine. And it's all Merlin took a, a, a chart from the wall that shows the island that we're on. And the shoreline of the land. Merlin rolls up a chart that he finds on the wall. And about that time, you hear some shouting in the distance. Oh, great. Good time golly. To go. Gosh. It's time to go. I thought we already established that. Well, let's leave then. You've got your gold. Let's go. Get back to the deck and see what they're hollering about. Well, there's 130 gold in a giant treasure chest. And it's all mine. Well, get it out. Let's go. How do you handle it? What do you want to do? And just take throw it. it in the darn bag of holding. It's very heavy. It's going to take you a few moments to do that. Yes, I'm going to do it as quick as possible. All right. <laughs> the shouting outside seems more frantic. Yes, there's there's trouble outside. Let's go. Okay, guys, let's go. It's fine now. Roll me a d6. Uh-oh. Who shall roll? Ghost Slinger, because she's the one taking her time. Six. Asharis, I'm on deck. The last of the gold coins spill out of the chest into the bag of holding. It's taken you about six minutes. Okay, guys, we can leave now. Let's go. You proceed back to the door of the captain's quarters and look down the hall, and you are met with a screech. Mm. Oh, no. Roll me initiative. Oh, it's no, a, we're fighting. It's my owl screeching at me. It's a screech owl. Uh, 12? Merlin, do you have an initiative bonus? I was gonna say, where is an initiative bonus? Should be the first page. I have plus four. I don't know that I believe that. <laughs> well, it used to be three, but we crossed it out and put four in there because we did something. That's intelligence. Oh, mine is plus five. 
Let's start it with an eye. It's on the first page near the middle. Near your hit points. All right, so you rolled a 16, Asharis? 17. 17. That's what's missing. My glasses. I can't see. 17. 1776. That's the wrong one. <laughs> it's a 19 plus 3 equaling a 22. <sighs> Initiative. A 22 for Ghost Slinger, huh? Yeah. That's pretty good. A 22 for Ghost Slinger. That's pretty bad. I won't tell you what Merlin got. We'll just say it wasn't a 22. I don't even see initiative on here. It's in the middle by your health. Oh, in the middle. It's plus one. You got a four. Oh, jeez. It is terrible. I'm sorry. Well, I never was very I never was very good at these things. Merlin, you are distracted by the maps while you were waiting for a ghost slinger to finish up with the treasure hoard. <laughs> ghost slinger, you dart towards the door to try and get out because you know you've taken too long. And when you look down the hallway, you see a small fluttering imp-like creature in the air in the hallway. Very similar to a bat. Uh, much bigger than a bat. Oh, a lot bigger. Mm. I don't like that one bit. It appears to be made of dust. Dust is nice. Dust? What do you do? Dust it off. Hmm. Okay. Roll me a d20 sarcasm check. I should have like a plus seven in that. I rolled an 18. You rolled an 18. Do you want to hit it with a feather duster or a knife? <laughs> a knife! <laughs> <laughs> uh, feather duster. A knife, a knife. Well, an 18 plus some stuff, I'm sure, hits. So roll me a damage roll. We haven't battled in a while. What is your thing here? It is. Knife. Knife. Short sword. It's a 1d6. I'd use the feather. Oh, wait. Are you running forward into combat or are you throwing something at it? I want to throw something at it, but apparently I'm not. What? You want to throw something at it, then you lose it. Whatever. You throw your dagger at it, then you... Well, that's not, that's not necessarily true. I have multiple. All right, then what are you doing? If you win, you can go get it back. Exactly. Okay, tell me what the heck you're doing. I am throwing something to stab something. Which something are you throwing? Dagger. Okay, well then you do it. Okay, you throw a dagger. That is 1d4. Plus your dexterity modifier. Four. It's a seven. Seven. Do you want to use your sneak attack, sneak attack dice since your allies are nearby? No. I think that's how that works. I don't remember. Indeed, I do not. Okay, then that is a seven. And the thing screeches at you again. Asharis, you're next up. Does it appear to have taken any damage? That's a good question. I should probably check that. She's ready now. Hmm. Am I still in the room, Asharis? It does take damage. I don't know. I assume we're all in this very tight hallway. <laughs> you are in the room. Ghost Slinger ran towards the hallway and was met by a dust method. The two of you are behind her. Okay, Is it my I turn? Know. Striking things with swords will be difficult because Ghost Slinger is in front of you and it is a narrow hallway. Is it my turn yet? What is it about every freaking time? I get the sword out, and I don't get to use it. I have to put the thing away. Well, you can do the same thing the Ghost Slinger did. I'm going to throw my sword? You can pull out a dagger and throw it, or get Ghost Slinger out of the way. Um, you're not going to shove me. Hey, this is, I have two axe throwing. Sounds like you could throw an axe. Throw an axe. It's a free action to pull out an axe, and then it's an action to throw it. Roll the dice. Five. Terrible. Plus, uh, what is it, your proficiency? Plus your proficiency, which should be three at this point since you're level five. Three. Then you also get your dexterity modifier. Five. Five total? No, it's five, six, seven, eight. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen? The axe lodges into the mass of this dust-like imp, and it screams. I thought it was dusty. Mm. Roll right. a damage roll. Mergeblin. Wait, that was the damage roll. No, wait, it's murder blurn. Wait, what? That was the damage roll. You rolled to damage it without rolling to hit it? 
Yes. Hold on. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. We rolled 12 to hit it on the d20. Uh, plus your dexterity, plus your proficiency modifier. So, 20. Okay, you rolled a 20 to hit it. That definitely hits. Now, you do not get your proficiency as damage. So, I had, what, 5 plus your dexterity? Yes. So, 10. Yikes. The dust mephit screeches and falls to the floor. Is it dead yet? It is not quite dead yet. I bet you it's screaming like this one YouTuber that I watch. Do it I quickly get... scampers out of the hallway and is out of sight. The hallway in front of you is clear. Merlin, it is your turn. It's gonna ambush But wait, us. don't I get an extra attack? Yes, but wait, do you? No, because you're holding a sword and you just threw an axe. Beep! <laughs> that is the every time time we have had somebody say one of those foul words. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to edit that out too, don't I? Beep. <laughs> you're on TV. You're on. You're on national worldwide television, and you're beep, beep, using beep, beep. foul Wait, it's their like demonetization for podcasts. Merlin, it is your turn, but there is a ghost slinger in the way, and something just screeched and crawled out of the hallway in front of her. All right. Can I get around her or not? Mm, I'm thinking no. If you had something that you could use to buff them. To like bump them? Alternatively, if you don't want to try and cast a buff, like haste or protection from good and evil or enlarge her weapon or something then you could hold your action and wait for them to go down the hallway in front of you and then go. Have you cast your armor thing? I have a thunder wave that won't hurt too badly, and I can use that and push everybody out of the hallway. What? So you're just going to damage your friends in order to eject them from the hallway into the unknown beyond. It, it doesn't Why don't you just cast your armor thing? That's a good point. Have you cast mage armor? <laughs> I have made armor cast, but I don't. I thought maybe I could use the thunder wave. You could. You could use thunder wave to push your friends out into who knows what in front of them. Doom! Wave of energy blast out from you. <laughs> Get out of the way. You need okay, to cast. So, you need to cast right, your so armor. Do I get a chance to to get near this creature or not? You can either buff yourself, one of your party, or hold your action until you have a clear path out of the room. All right, I'll hold my action. Okay. Merlin is waiting for the hallway to be clear, and then what will he do? He's going to pick up a bloody pillowcase with fresh <laughs> blood on it and walk up to the creature and put it on top of him, and he'll hiss and moan into non-existence. I'm not sure that's how killing creatures works, but okay. I'm oh, my God! I'm casting a spell on him. What spell? A magical spell. Okay. That's not how combat works either. <laughs> I know it's been a while. We gotta get back into the swing of things. <laughs> Pretty sure you have lightning bolt and some other spells. Oh, I've got fire and I've got magic missiles and stuff like that. But Your basic firebolt cantrip, by the way, is 2d10 now instead of 1. I thought I would try something with that bloody pillowcase was sure to do something to him. If he's anything like a ghostlinger, it would scream in agony. No, it wouldn't. I don't know that your enemies are like your niece. <laughs> I would not scream in agony. If somebody put a bloody pillowcase on you? I'd be happy. Ghostlinger, you are in the hallway. There are, or there was. In the way. There was a screaming, screeching imp thing in front of you. What do you want to do? Walk into the hallway, out of the way. You want to get out of the way? Basically. There's a stairwell leading down. Uh -oh. Nope. <laughs> else can do that. And there is an entrance out onto the main deck of the ship. Let's go to the main deck so that I don't have to go down the stairs. Blinky starts barking outside. Oh, no. Never mind, back down the stairs. 
at least go see what's happening up there. No. Asharis, you hear Blinky barking outside. But I can't get past her. No, she's in the stairwell on the right, um, that is now on your right, but leads down into the belly of the ship. The hallway is clear in front of you. The hallway is clear. Okay, so... You have a sword in one hand. I need to pick up the axe and put it away. It is in the creature that wandered around the corner outside. Oh, it's gone! Okay, um... You are a arsenal of weaponry, I believe is your term. So... Exactly. I'm sure you have something else you could pull out or something. Okay, well, I will go out onto the deck, I guess. How do you go about it? Do you walk cautiously? Do you rush brazenly to your dog's side? <laughs> Wait a minute. Tiptoes. I think I just realized what you meant when you said I get another attack. Yes. You do get another attack. Because you are level 5 now. I forgot. I'm sorry. We will remember from now on. Yes. Because I needed to cast my uh, my spell for the dog. Asharis, you tiptoe cautiously out towards the, the sun out on the deck in front of you. When you peer around the corner from the hallway, you see Blinky barking at... What is it? A very large, monstrous beast doesn't look like it belongs on this island. It has a bird beak and two large hooks for arms, and its eyes seem dead. Hooks for arms and a beak and... ooh. Seems like It looks something like one of these. Eyes with no pupil. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> that looks That's almost terrible. like a snapping turtle. An alligator snapping turtle? It looks like... It does kind of look like an alligator snapping turtle. Okay, so that's oh. out there. My dog's out there. Where it happened to the other uh, creature? You look down and to the right, and you see a sniveling little screaming, screeching, dusty imp. Is he, like, dying over there? Yes, he is very close to being dead. All right, well... Make him dead, dead. So then I guess I need to get to my dog, and I need to cast Bark Skin. What does that even do? It says you touch a willing creature until the spell ends. The target's skin has a rough bark-like appearance and the target's AC can't be less than 16 regardless of what kind of armor it is wearing. So it makes my dog, like, a lot harder to hit. So... This is, what, this is the way I'm reading that. That is exactly how that works. You have plenty of movement to get back to your dog. He is at the base of the stairs... That you came down from the upper deck. Alright, so then can I run out, cast a spell, and then attack the thing? Yes. I think in the reverse order. Uh, Sharis runs out from the hallway that she's in with the rest of you. The small creature on the ground lashes at her feet but misses. And she... What do you do first? Sword? What did you pull out in your other hand? Uh, the other sword. She, the long you, sword. You go to stab into the horror, horrifying monstrosity that Blinky is dealing with. What's it called? It is called a hooked horror. Oh. <laughs> of course. Horror. Roll me an attack. Attack, attack. Gotta get my dice roller back up here. Reading my spells. Oh, 15 plus the stuff. What's all the stuff? Mm, eight. Plus eight? You hit it, like a truck. Isn't it your proficiency and your dexterity? Yep. Well, You hit eight. like a truck. Yeah. All right. Roll me a damage roll as you I'm stab into this creature with the first sword. All right. First sword. Where to learn the, um, the long sword? When it's one-handed, it's 1d8. Yeah, it becomes a d10. When it's two, right? Yep. Uh, six? Is it plus five? Plus your dexterity modifier. So five. So, total of eleven? Eleven. Alright, that is a solid hit. Do you attack with your offhand, 
Yes. Or does Blinky attack? Hmm. Blinky has... What's the creature called again, Derek? It is a hooked horror. Okay. <sighs> Murder balloon. Okay, Blinky will bite. Murder. So it says 1d6 plus 1. So you roll the d6 and then add 1? Yes. So 4. And then does he get his dexterity? Yes. So, seven. All right. Seven more damage to the hooked horror. Is it dead yet? It is not dead yet. It does... At you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then I will cast the bark skin. And as Blinky jumps up past you, you run your hand across his back, and it's his fur on him starts to harden and form into bark until his entire body is covered in a bark-like hardened skin. Bark, bark. He now looks like a tree dog. A tree dog. Well, I hope nobody pees on him. (laughs) The little tiny dust majigger that Ghost Slinger and Asharis attacked on the last turn stays waiting by the door. It's waiting for one of you to come out. (laughs) Nah. And another one that doesn't look like it's made of dust, but instead looks like it's made of mud, comes flying up over the side of the ship and lands on the deck near Asharis. Jeez, I'm trying to take out the big thing, and these little things are showing up. And it will! I'm on the edge of my seat! It will something! (laughs) It will let go. Smack you with its tiny fists! Oh my goodness. You gotta have mud all over you now. Yep. Does a 13 beat your armor? No. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I'll do that in a minute. You are covered in mud! (laughs) But it does not do any damage to you because of your heavy armor. Well, thick armor. It's not really heavy armor. That's a game mechanic. Leather armor. Next up, the hook horror in front of you. Oh, great. Tries to smack out at Blinky! Oh, no. They're gonna need a bath. I don't want Blinky to die. It smacks Blinky, but the heavy armor coating that you just put on him staves off the damage. With the other hand of the hook, the hooked horror strikes out at Asharis. Rolling a 15! Does a 15 beat armor? I have 16. And you bat it away with the backside of your pauldron! Why am I the only one out here? Is the pauldron one of them things on your arm? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. That's what you do then. I think anyway. <laughs> I imagine it's one of those things on your arm. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> what was that? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's a vambrace? Pauldron's on your shoulder? Dang it, I have been corrected. A vambrace is on your arm and you use it to whack away the hook of the hooked horror. Is that what Wonder Woman uses? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Have you seen the new Wonder Woman? No, I have not. Impressive. I heard it's really good, though. Yeah, it's good. A dry and cracked-looking mud imp flies up onto the deck and lands next to the door. Wait, another Waiting. One? Yes, a third one. Oh, this one man. looks dry and cracked as if it was in a fire recently. Mm. And it lands next to the door, seemingly waiting for anyone inside. Okay, the, the odds are stacking up against you here. Merlin, it's your turn! Thank goodness, I have a turn. I have a <laughs> shot at something. Oh, you forgot. You didn't remind me that the hallway was clear so that your condition could have happened. Condition? What condition? I got pimples? You held your turn until the event that the hallway was clear, and then you were going to do your thing with the pillowcase. Yes, is the hallway clear now? The hallway was clear, like, four turns ago. <laughs> Ask if the hallway was clear. That was my no, first I question. Think he needs told two me. Turns. Okay, so, can I see the dust mite on the floor? No. Oh, so there's nothing on the. You are in a room looking down a hallway. You just saw Asharis carefully walk forward, and then when she got to the end of the hallway, she sprinted out of the room. Okay, I'm following her. All right, how do you go about moving forward? I sprint down the hallway. Okay. You sprint out the hallway, and you are immediately struck by... A herring! Blinding breath! Oh, man. There is a 
illusion of dust in your face. It dropped blindness. You have to succeed on a DC 10 dexterity saving throw or be blinded. And never be able to see again. I have a shield up. Plus five armor. But that does not work against saving throws. That is only for your AC. All right. Let me see here. Get my glasses on. Your dexterity is a one. Plus one. I'm sure it is. Or is it plus zero? It may be plus zero. Uh, It is zero. You roll a five. You are caught in the explosion of dust. You are having trouble seeing as you run forward into the blinding light. Oh, yeah. Well, what should I have done? I don't know. All right. Can I use my thunder wave now? Yes, you can. It does not require you to be able to see in order to explode your thunder wave. Thank you. Maybe I can push away this dust. What does the spell thunder wave say? Ah, come here, phone. Asharis, are you beating me to it? She's quiet. She's reading. She's Um, moving. Thunder wave. There we go. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must take a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. In addition... Unsecured objects are com- that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effect, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. We're going to be deafened. <laughs> it is a level 1 spell. Please mark off one level 1 spell slot. Merlin, you run out this thing. You are blinded by dust in your face, and you immediately explode with thunderous energy. You hear a shriek as the small dust mite near you explodes and is blasted away by the force of the, ex- uh, of the blast. There's another one there that you didn't know about hiding by the door. What happened to him? He has to make a DC something saving throw. What is your dexterity saving throw? Or no, what is your spell save DC, pardon? It should be on the sheet with all your spells. At the top. It says uh, plus three, plus four. It should be a number like a 14. Nope, one over. Oh, really? Okay, it's 15. All right. This little critter manages to dive out of the way as your explosion happens of thunderous force, but he will still take half of 2d8 thunder damage. 2d8, 2d8, this one, and this one. And he dives behind a nearby pillar underneath those stairs that you came down earlier. You mean they can, they can think? Well, they're not completely stupid. Mm. They're not very smart, not compared to a wizard, but they're almost as smart as people. Mm. Darn. They're smarter than some orcs. And with that, with Merlin standing in the door, blinded by dust... Oh, actually, I think you can make a saving throw at the end of every one of your turns, according to the rules. Well, that's a good thing. Can I talk? To uh, Asharis, secretly in her brain? Let's see. Yes, you can do that. I can't see. Asharis, I'm blinded in the doorway. But while I'm standing here, can you look around and see our ship is still circling the island? Oh, no. I didn't think about that. That's my job. (laughs) That's your job? Well, hell, you're down behind me. You're hiding in the doorway. Oh, actually, Ghost Slinger, make a dexterity saving throw. What? Oh. Oh, that's gonna be great. Four. And now, everything sucks. Ghost Slinger, you take three damage and you are pushed to the base of the stairs where you were hiding. Oh, yes, no. see? This is why we don't use things <laughs> that damage each other. <laughs> okay, now what? And now, we will have to wait until next week to find out. No. <laughs> I- I'm stuck in a doorway. I can't see. My friends are falling <laughs> up the stairs. And I am kicking these things. around the island. No, you blasted your friend down the stairs, sir. There's so many things going on. I can't see. I mean, uh, I'm blinded here. Murder I need Ghostlinger to come up and, and lead me out to the deck so I can help with the battle that's going on. There's, How much oh gold did Jessica get? She stole oh, 130 gold. Potentially from the party, because she claims it's hers, but 
You guys have 130 more gold now. And a captain's log. And a map. Two of these things are mine, and you can't touch them. Um, well, I'm kicking the creature's butt out here by myself. Yeah, well, I was trying to go down there with all these turns. <laughs> and guess what? What? Now, I'm probably deaf. <laughs> we're definitely deaf. It can be heard from 300 feet. <laughs> yeah, we're deaf. We can't hear anything. Yeah. This is why we don't use things that affect our teammates. Quit scolding me. Everyone, everyone the world over that is not a wizard hates Thunderwave. Every wizard everywhere loves Thunderwave. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else doesn't. Nobody else likes Thunderwave. <laughs> because it usually ends up doing things like catching your party members that were hiding in a stairwell less than 10 feet away. Bum, bum, bum. Or 15 feet away. I think it is. Anyway, I hope everyone had fun exploring the abandoned ship. Well, it wasn't totally abandoned. I knew something bad was going to happen. I'm keeping that mask on, though. Alright, you still look creepy. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I look like a character from Marble Hornets. Except really old school. Old school! Who wants to sign us off? What's our gonna what's our sign off thing gonna be? What do we say every night? Blues. <laughs> How about we'll see you all again on D D tomorrow night. But it's not even gonna be tomorrow night. It'll be tomorrow night for them, maybe. I don't It'll know. Be tomorrow night when they see it. Bye. Hi, this is Derek from the future, recording to the past to give out a special thank you. I wanted to say thank you to Ryan, Bodie, and Tom, who sent us an email thanking us for putting out the podcast and wanting more. That really meant a lot to me. I'm very glad to have gotten your message. If anybody else wants to send us a message, check out our website at dndtonight.com.